This episode contains mention of depression, suicide, and self-harm, and may be disturbing for some. Listener discretion is advised. some missing persons cases that are so baffling that no theory really makes sense. Like Jason Jolkowski, which I covered in episode 12. No clues whatsoever, just a narrow window of time and a 19-year-old man seemingly vanishing off the face of the earth. And then there are some cases in which there are a variety of possibilities. But whether someone goes missing leaving behind zero clues or a trail of clues that don't lead to any specific answer... The results are still the same to the loved ones they leave behind. Devastation and an endless longing for answers. That could most certainly be said about the family that surrounds the case I'll be telling you about today. After six years and no sign of a 37-year-old mother of three, they are left with the agonizing possibility that they may never know what happened. This is episode 14 of 1 minute and 43 seconds, the story of Tammy Kingery. everyone and welcome to one minute and 43 seconds a true unsolved mysteries podcast today i invite you to explore the disappearance of a wife and mother from north augusta south carolina this case has it all signs of mental health issues out of character behavior uh, compelling sighting and an affair tammy kingery was born april 13th 1977 in indiana It was there that she met her husband, Park Kingery, while they worked together at a local drugstore. The two later married in the mid-1990s. It wasn't long after that they had three kids, a daughter and two sons. Eventually, the couple moved to North Augusta as Park accepted a job as a welder. The couple had a house built near a wooded area and settled down. While this may sound like a picture-perfect life, things are not always what they seem. Tammy was diagnosed with clinical moderate depression, and although she was taking medication for it, it continued to impact her everyday life. In September of 2014, Tammy was beginning to experience physical symptoms. Whether or not they were related to her depression is unclear. Her husband stated that Tammy even missed a few days of work, which was very uncharacteristic of her typical behavior. During that time, she would also go to bed as soon as she got home from work. Towards the middle of the month, Tammy started experiencing sleep issues. She even woke up one night drenched in sweat to the point she had to change her clothes. Given the troublesome nature of these symptoms, and at the advice of her sisters to whom she spoke to regularly, Tammy scheduled a doctor's appointment for September 22, 2014. Unfortunately, Tammy would go missing just two days before she was scheduled to see the doctor. Although the morning of September 20th, 2014 started off normal, that soon changed. Tammy went to work to begin her 7 a.m. shift, where she worked as a nurse. But her co-workers soon took notice of what they noted to be unusual behavior. 
Tammy seemed to be agitated, although no one knows what about. She would raise her voice in regular conversation, which was unusual, and she continued to check her blood pressure, finding it to be high each time. It was just an hour after her shift began, around 8 a.m., when Tammy called her husband, Park, to tell him she wasn't feeling well and wanted to come home. Tammy reported to her husband that she was lightheaded and feeling dizzy, and so she didn't want to drive. So Park drove to her workplace and picked her up, leaving her car behind in the parking lot. As soon as Tammy and Park arrived back at their home, just a 10-minute drive from her workplace, Tammy almost immediately changed into her pajamas and climbed into bed. As the early morning dragged on, and with the couple's youngest child running around the house, Park decided he'd take his kids out of the house for a bit to run some errands to give his wife some peace. So around 10.15, Park let Tammy know he was going to run to the store and pick up some things. He kissed her on the forehead and left with his two sons. The couple's teenage daughter had spent the previous night at a friend's house, and she was still there that morning. It should be noted that this was a Saturday. Just over two hours later, Park returned to the family home with his two sons, surprised to find their dog outside on the chain, but not alarmed at first. In a 2015 interview with Linda Crystal, Park says he assumed the dog needed to go out, so Tammy must have chained the dog up outside and then went back to bed. Park continued to recall the events of the day of Tammy's disappearance during the interview. As the stairwell leading down to the door of the home was situated next to the couple's bedroom, Park noticed the bedroom door was open, revealing the bed where he had left Tammy resting was now empty. He also glanced at the bathroom and realized she was not there either. It was then that Park and the kids noticed a note left behind that read, quote, Went for a walk. Be back soon. Love you. Park immediately had a sinking feeling as he read the note. Given his wife's mental health issues, her recent physical ailments, coupled with the fact that it was very unlike her to get up and go for a walk, all the alarm bells were going off now. Further, Park says, Tammy wasn't one to leave notes. If she were going to go somewhere, she would have sent a text message. Furthermore, Tammy left behind her purse, cell phone, and house keys. Park wasted no time after discovering the unusual note. He put his two sons back in the car and began driving up and down the roads to see if he could spot his wife. He also called his daughter, who was still at a friend's house, and instructed her along with her friend to get in the car and begin looking. While Tammy and Park's daughter didn't yet have a driver's license, her friend did. So they too went out and began searching the roads for Tammy. Tammy's depression seemed to be a constant hurdle that she was trying to overcome, sometimes unsuccessfully. Sadly, Park tells Linda Crystal in the previously mentioned 2015 interview that his wife had previously attempted to take her life twice. Once she attempted to commit suicide by cutting her wrists, and another time by stabbing herself in the chest. There was a third instance where Tammy had to be rushed to the hospital for combining pills and alcohol, although this time she claimed that she was simply trying to fall asleep. Park recalled that on Tammy's second suicide attempt, she had left a note, but in this note, she apologized and stated her intentions. She wanted to run away deep into the woods where no one would find her, or she wanted to pick up and start a new life. 
Tammy's struggles with her mental health were troubling, to say the least. But there were a variety of small details that Park noticed that could have thrown a wrench in the suicide theory. After Park couldn't find his wife walking around, he started running through the woods in an attempt to locate her. But about an hour of searching passed, and it was time that he called the police. Scent dogs were brought out to the home, and they sniffed the uniform Tammy was wearing that morning, but no trace of her was found in the woods. What would follow were many foot searches, organized on Facebook, and even searches by helicopter. Park went through full interrogation, and the police interviewed the couple's sons at school several times. They went through all the computers and cell phones and found no evidence of a planned trip. Although they did find a couple deleted text messages on Tammy's phone, these text messages appeared to be romantic in nature, and she had deleted them before her disappearance. Police did follow up with the two men that these messages were exchanged with, and they did say that they do not believe they are in any way involved in Tammy's disappearance. Police even performed a handwriting analysis on the note left behind, and they did determine it was in fact written by Tammy. Because they could not find Tammy out walking, it was also theorized that perhaps she could have left in a vehicle. A neighbor of the Kingeries mentioned that around 10.30 a.m., around 15 minutes after Park had left with the two sons to run errands, their dogs started, quote, going nuts, and they heard a vehicle with a loud exhaust towards the direction of the Kingeries' house. Because the neighborhood in which they live was heavily wooded, the neighbor wasn't able to see the driveway or any vehicle. Still, it is a compelling lead. But if Tammy did leave with someone, who was it and why? One of the things that had fueled Tammy's depression, according to her husband, is that she had previously had an affair. Despite Park's alleged willingness to forgive and forget, Tammy was rife with shame and guilt over the affair. Police looked into the person she had previously had an affair with and ruled him out as a suspect because he had taken his own life before Tammy went missing. Tammy's husband, Park, does give credence to the fact that his wife could have left in a vehicle. He recalls that the day she went missing was quite a nice day, and that many people were out and about doing yard work, walking, or enjoying their Saturday outdoors. Yet no one came forward to say they saw anyone walking. There's another curious clue that is brought up in reference to this case. Tammy was reportedly enthusiastic about motorcycles, a passion that she shared with her husband and his family. As Tammy and Park's daughter was out with their friends searching for their mom, she claims to have noticed her as a passenger on a motorcycle that passed by the car she was in. When they turned around and attempted to follow the vehicle, it was nowhere to be found. It's unclear whether or not the person on the back of the motorcycle was Tammy. As if this story wasn't complicated enough, there's another layer to add to the whole thing. Park noticed that there was some alcohol missing from the home, and he theorizes that perhaps Tammy drank some before she left for work that morning. Her co-workers claimed to have smelled something on her breath. Upon later examination, Park noticed that the seal had been broken on a few different alcohol bottles in the house. He had not previously opened these bottles, so he theorized that perhaps Tammy did so before she left for work. He was asleep, so he wouldn't have noticed. This September will mark seven years since Tammy Kingery got up, left her house, and never returned. 
So what is one to make of this case? I, for one, am surprised that there isn't more media coverage, or there wasn't more. Typically, something like a missing mother of three would be a story that the media would be all over. But for some reason, it seems like this case is a little more obscure with little media available. In fact, sadly, there was a $4,000 reward in place for the discovery of Tammy, but her husband Park had to withdraw it. He simply couldn't afford it any longer, with having to take care of three kids on his own. The number one theory in this case is that Tammy likely ran off to harm herself that day, which is certainly understandable, given her history. Tammy left behind everything, her cell phone, her purse, even the medication that she was taking for depression. You could say that this was a sign that Tammy was leaving everything behind to go harm herself, or you could say she really did plan to be back very shortly and something happened out of her control. Still, there are issues with the suicide theory. For one, Park doesn't believe that Tammy would have left a note as she did if she were planning to harm herself. He feels that the note would have gone into more detail, it would have been more apologetic, that it would have provided more closure and more of an explanation as she had done the previous time. Further, if Tammy did run off to harm herself, where's her body? People that commit suicide don't tend to do so in a way that conceals their body. Yet, despite numerous searches by air and by foot, and with the use of scent dogs, no trace of Tammy has ever been found. What about the theory that Tammy left with someone? Did somebody show up at the house unexpectedly and Tammy decided at the spur of the moment to go with them? There was no evidence on her phone that indicated she was planning to leave. Did someone she know, even in passing, stop by, convince her to go with them, and then harm her? Or did Tammy really leave everything behind to start a new life? Tammy's husband said that she was a good mother who loved her kids. Could her state of mind really have driven her to leave everything behind, and would it keep her away this long? What was Tammy so agitated about that morning at work? If you recall, she had been continuously checking her blood pressure, finding it to be high, and she also was raising her voice at co-workers, seemingly for no reason. Tammy was scheduled to see the doctor that following Monday regarding her recent physical symptoms. Was she simply anxious about her ongoing health issues, frustrated that she kept experiencing this? Or was there another reason for her behavior? Did she perhaps plan to leave everything behind that day? Did she know what she was going to do, causing her anxiety? Or was there something else bothering her that she didn't share with her family? It should also be noted that Tammy's husband, Park, has been looked into extensively, which, as you can imagine, is typical in a case like this. It's always the spouse that is the number one suspect. However, Park's story was corroborated by surveillance cameras on the day that Tammy went missing. He went to the store as he said he did, and his sons were witness to the fact that they all arrived home at the same time when they discovered Tammy missing. And I'll go ahead and go on the record and say this. I personally don't believe that Park had anything to do with his wife's disappearance. From what I've seen of him, what little media is available, he does seem like he's being straightforward with what he knows about his wife, their relationship, and her disappearance.
There are a few short local news clips that are available on this case out there, and I will say after watching, you can see the pain behind Park's eyes. Uh, he seems to be very devastated about his wife missing and really just wants some closure. Regardless of why Tammy left that day and what became of her afterwards, I do really wish this story would get more exposure. It's been almost seven years since Tammy disappeared, and her three kids and her husband and the rest of her extended family don't know what happened to her. So I would ask all the listeners of this podcast if you could share Tammy's story. Whether you share this podcast or any other article you're able to find, I will link sources on the website at 143mysteries.com. But just look into her story, search her name, share it with others, and maybe we can get some more exposure on this. Tammy Sue Kingery was 37 years old at the time of her disappearance in 2014. If she were alive today, she would be 44. At the time of her disappearance, she was about 5'4 and 125 pounds. She's said to have been wearing a light-colored shirt, dark-colored pants or blue jeans, a wedding ring, bracelets on her left wrist, and she was also said to maybe be carrying a Hard Rock Cafe backpack. Tammy is a white female with blonde hair and hazel eyes. She has a scar on her left wrist and a scar on both sides of her upper chest. Her ears are pierced, and although she goes by Tammy, her full name is Tamara. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Tammy, please contact Edgefield County Sheriff's Office at 803-637-7153. Also, if you're struggling with depression or thoughts of suicide, there is help available. Please contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at one 800 273-8255, 24 hours a day. That is all for this episode of 1 Minute and 43 Seconds. Thank you, as always, for listening. And please feel free to share your theories with me on Instagram at 143mysteries. We'll also have sources posted on 143mysteries.com. See you next time. This podcast has been approved by Skipper the Cat. Right, Skippy?